Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Monday morning. It's going to be late Sunday evening when this goes up. Here on supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from, thank you for tuning in. Thank all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen who are out there taking care of us. If you missed us on Friday, I want to wish you a happy new year. Glad that uh, 2021 has finally made it to us. Looking forward to another great year of thunder and lightning here. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. What more can you say about those guys? I mean, they they... They are the kings of all local restaurants. They, 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 they run the show. They're the godfather. They handle all that business, all family business transactions in one time. And, uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't been to Str- – you know, every college has that, you know, if you didn't do this, did you really go here? I would say that if you didn't go to Strange Brew Coffee House at least once, you didn't actually go to Mississippi State. Yeah, I've actually – here lately I have to go to Strange Brew Coffee House a lot less because I was given lots of gift cards to Strange Brew, yeah. and I have uh, – also was given, I think I told you on the other day. Yeah, show, your wife got you some, uh, the some coffee, coffee pot. And so now I've, I've used said gift cards to go buy three bags of coffee at Stranger Coffee House, so I brought it to me. So they're seeing less of you, but they're not getting any less of your business. That's correct. There that is go. correct. And, and, you know, I've been begging Shane for Strange Brew West yeah. here in Starfall. Well, that's a thing now. It's just now in my kitchen. Well, there you go. Isn't there a Longview, isn't that an area of town called Longview? Well, if you go further, further down, down yeah. It's a Long but, Brew. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Million dollar idea. You could put it right by the big dollar general in Long. <laughs> I assume there's probably more than one if I had to guess. But sure. Dollar General, man, I tell you what, they are just the pimples on a teenager's face, aren't they? They just pop up they everywhere. They pop up everywhere. You never know where you're gonna see one. A fun game once you cross the state line in Alabama is to count Dollar Generals versus Alexander Shunner bill- billboards. Tight and race. It's it's really tight. You don't see a Shunner billboard until you like, almost get to Tuscaloosa, but he picks up steam real quick there on I-20. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. And you get into Birmingham, man. It's just like It's like every mosquitoes. other one. Yeah, They're it's everywhere. like everyone. I really would Why like... Why not Strange Brew billboards? Like that. Well, every billboard in Starville should be a Strange Brew Well, the brew thing one. about advertising is, why do it when everybody knows you're the best? I mean, you say that. Huge companies advertise all the time. That's true. Coca-Cola, true. Nike. I really would wonder what... And do wonder what Alexander Shonona or uh, uh-huh. no, I said that. I think that's actually how you say yeah, it. something like that. Yeah. I wonder what his advertising budget is because it's huge. Well, he buys in bulk, so he gets a discount. Sure, you get that volume discount. All right, I guess you should get. You're doing that on the coffee, so it all ties together. Uh, our good friends over at uh, College Corner want to remind you this: uh, the baseball season is going to be about us pretty soon. Maybe we're all going to get to be out at Duty Noble. That's certainly my hope. And if that's the case, well, you need to get some brand new M over S gear. So. Head over to College Corner, two locations in the Jackson area to serve you, or you can just shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Check out their incredible selection of Mississippi State merchandise. Get yourself taken care of and decked out in maroon and white. 2021 needs to be the best year ever for your business, and the easiest way to do that, well, it's just to call Advantage Business Systems and put them to work for you. Put their nearly 50 years of experience 
helping businesses just like yours into your back pocket. And that's where your profits are going to go as well. Upgrade the technology in your office and make sure your business is working efficiently and smoothly all year long. Call them today at 844-833-6245. Visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems can help your business do business. Joel, <clears throat> not a victory Sunday. No, <laughs> uh, it is not. What an odd week. Oh, the way the basketball schedule sort of went together, State plays goes on the road, men's and women's, to Georgia, wins both games. Plays at home against Kentucky. Men's and women's, both games, loses them both. In overtime. Double overtime and overtime. Let's start with the men. It's a fair question at this point. It's a fair question at this point. Is it? Is it ever going to happen? <laughs> Mississippi State men's basketball has become... I mean, it's like getting it, friend-zoned it, all throughout the year. It's become a parody of itself. I mean, you, you just... It's the team that every now and then they'll do things like go on the road to Georgia and win, and it's like, oh my gosh, they're going to... And play well. And play something. well, and you're like, oh man, they're going to love me. And then it comes time to ask them out, friend zone. <laughs> like, it's, like, you know, Saturday night at the hump, everyone was prepared to end the streak, uh, become the one behind the one in 15-1 and one against John Calipari, I guess. But yeah. I, yet again... This team over and over and over and over again over the course of the last, I guess, really the Howland era. You can't really say Rick Ray because that was just a train wreck from no, the no, get-go. No. But yeah. in the Howland era, they are just good enough to get right to the peak of of the promised land, and then you you don't go in. I, yeah. You know, it's biblical almost, like Moses gets to see the promised land, but he doesn't actually get to get in nah, that's to what the it promised is. land. <laughs> I mean, State gets right to the edge, and, and they have these games, and they make you think, oh man, we're right on, the, right on the edge of being back, and then they just rip your guts out. And that's exactly what happened again in, in the most torturous of ways, as you, you have a nine-point lead with, what, nine minutes left, and two or three turnovers in a row on possession. You literally hand the game away. Yeah. And, and then, you know, when when you dodge the bullet at the end of regulation, because everybody's thinking Kentucky's about to hit a buzzer beater, game everybody, over. Literally everybody thought that. Didn't happen. And then, and then you get into overtime, and you're like, well, you know, <laughs> most years would just lost the end of regulation. Well, it didn't happen. And, and you go into overtime, and you have a chance yourself to hit the buzzer beater. And one of the worst executed 15 seconds of basketball you will ever see didn't even get the shot off. Did you know that? Did you know that statistically, well, I say statistically, I mean, it's not on the the play-by-play because it didn't get off. Had Iverson somehow made the shot, he didn't get it off. He didn't get it off in time, yeah. That that was an absolute train wreck. It was terrible. I mean, that that, and that's coaching, man. And, and, you know. There's only two, there's two things there, right? Either Howland drew up a play and they completely ignored it, and that's a coaching problem. Well, or he didn't draw up a play. He just said, just try to get a shot, and that's a coaching problem. Or he did draw up the play and they did not execute the play he drew up. I well, mean, that's the same thing. Um, here's what I will say, too. Credit to Howland. He does this all the time. You have some coaches... There's one that used to be a football coach at Mississippi State that now is a, a football coach at Florida that oh, does yeah. this from time to time. Um, some coaches, there's another one that's now a head coach at Liberty University. Some coaches aren't scared. To, I don't have an impression of him. 
some, some coaches are not scared to throw players under the bus a little bit. Right. Ben Howland has had opportunities through the years to throw players under the bus. Mm-hmm. And will never, ever never does it. throw a play. No, I agree with that. That was really a situation where because look, the play call after the game, both both he and Iverson said that the 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 mission there was to drive to the rim. Kentucky yeah. was in the in the double bonus, actually, yeah. I believe. And the mission there was to get to the rim, try to make the basket, or at the very least get fouled. Right. And they did none of that. They did not come anywhere close to that. Yeah. That was what that was the play that was no drawn urgency, up. And no movement. And Iverson took all the blame for, for it. He's mm-hmm. like, I've got to fix that so next time that happens, I do it better. That was what Iverson said. Mm-hmm. And then Ben Howland said, nope, it's completely my fault. So that's one thing I will credit Ben Howland for. Especially, oh, I'll credit Ben Howland for a lot. I, I don't think he's... I mean, I think he's a good coach, but for whatever reason, he can't fully push Mississippi State over the, over the hump. But one of his many good traits as a coach, I, to me, is just... If a player doesn't execute, I'm going to take the heat. And I, I he's a player's coach in in the best possible way. He's not a player's coach, and he lets them get away with stuff. He's a player's coach in that he knows that the buck stops with him. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing: it doesn't matter what Iverson Molinar said because nobody's going to blame Iverson Molinar. Yeah. Right. Nobody's firing Iverson Molinar. Nobody wants to see him kicked off the team. Yeah. But people do want to see Ben Howland shown the door. The the sequence there. Some. Some. Kind of. Some. Yeah. Not everybody. State goes up nine after Jalen Johnson hits three free, free throws out of four, right when Calipari gets tossed, which I think you and I sort of correctly discerned was a ploy, that he just knew he, he was out of bullets trying to get his team to play the way they wanted him to. Yeah. He had to find something else. Yeah. He's like, I'm, I'm going to hit the shower. Post-game, Coach Cal said the first one was definitely an intentional tech. He wanted the tech. Right. And he said the second one kind of seemed like he was trying to say – if I got thrown out, didn't really care, but mm-hmm. I wasn't really trying to get thrown out. Right. <laughs> right. Well, he was, I think. And, and it worked. It worked. I mean, within minutes, that the, the nine-point lead is down to two, and you just play back and forth there for, for the rest of the Well, way. no. I mean, it was a 10-0 run. They, they went down. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 You went from nine up to one down. Just 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 a tough loss. You know, a tough loss. But you go back to what you said at the beginning of this, and we've talked about this, it seems like, every year, that there just comes a point in the season where – there's some interest. There's some excitement. Mm-hmm. The hump, you know, they can only have a thousand people in there. They, I felt like they were pretty close to that Saturday night. I thought that there was excitement. You know, when State went up nine, you, you know, it didn't sound like ten thousand people. For as much as you could have a big game atmosphere, you the had it. right now. You had it. You had it. And now we're just right back to it's. It's, it's you know, it's like um, we're we're going deep here. Are you familiar with the the myth of Sisyphus? Yes, a little bit. Okay, he rolls the stone up the hill yes, every day. Yes. Every day it falls back down. That's what this is. Howland rolls the stone up the hill, and right when he's like, this is the push that I'm going to take it over the hill, we go all the way back down to yeah. the hill. And the frustrating thing is, and you said this a minute ago, I think especially all three basketball seasons that we've been doing Thunder and Lightning, um, we could just save the show today mm-hmm. and just put it on repeat and play it again next January. Yeah. I well, mean, maybe I, in a few weeks. Yeah, I mean, we, we I mean, have it all the time. St- State has uh, Missouri Tuesday. Top 25 team. They're ranked 12th, I think, as in the last poll. Yeah. They, they did lose a game this week. So they may drop. But State wins that game. Okay. And then they play Vanderbilt on Saturday. Like, okay. Okay. And then, you know, a couple, then they split next week's games. And then on Tuesday, the 19th, they play Ole Miss here. 
and Howland can't beat them. I mean, he's just he he's, he splits with them almost every year. He's never gotten both games in the same year. Never gotten both. He's either split or, or gone zero and two. And you know, we're gonna be right back here. It's gonna be like, well, if they could win this game, maybe they can, you know, they bring everybody back next year. You know, go to the NIT this year. And, 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 but it's you got to win that game. So, you know, I feel the frustration of Mississippi State fans. You and I, you know, as far as what we thought this team was going to be, I mean, we didn't think they were going to be great anyway. No. So, I mean, in some ways, to my in my opinion, they've, they've exceeded expectations. Yeah, it's a little bit football. Which is crazy. Yeah, it's a little footballish in a way in where you look at some things and it frustrates you a little bit, but then you look back to what you kind of predicted before the season, um, and State's football record was kind of about what you said all along. Yeah. And uh, in basketball, it's... A little bit the same way, I guess. You, you kind of sit there and you have all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, but they're kind of right where you thought they'd be or better. And the, and the frustrating... I might have had them with one more uh, out-of-conference win. And maybe I might have had them 0-2 in conference play. Yeah, I mean... you know, Because Kentucky... I mean, everybody's going on about Dante Allen, the rat. And they definitely... Has a lot of that working for him. You know, he scored four points the whole year. He'd only taken six shots all year. And then he goes seven for 11 from behind the arc and scores 23. But that was a four-star, high four-star kid. He was like a top 100 player. Yeah. So it's not overly surprising that he's good. He plays at Kentucky. So <laughs> They don't just hand out scholarships. Yeah, you know, Calipari's just not, you know, taking three stars and turning diamonds in the rough out there. He's picking the, 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 you know, the, the pick of the litter. But the, the issue here is... If they had finished that game and won it, you and I are doing a show today where we're like, this is a tournament team. Well, I mean, I don't know if I would go that far, but I would tell you You'd that... You'd be they, close to, to that. They'd be like, they're going to be in the mix this year. They're gonna be, they, can stay on, they can stay in the bubble discussion. And, and maybe if you upset Missouri and then you win two or three more, maybe, maybe you're back to that point. Well, but. At that point, you got momentum. You've won two in a row, and now Missouri comes here. You feel like if you can win that game, you're, you're, you're going. Um, but now, yeah, it's like we're, we're back down at the bottom of the hill again. Um, so for this team, you know... I thought one of the big problems was not they couldn't get Jalen Johnson involved in the second half. He, he hit some some big shots and some big shots in the first half, and they really just couldn't get him the ball. Um, and then you know Stewart, although he had a good scoring night, he didn't have a good shooting night. Yeah, you know he, he missed some big shots. And then the the front court. I mean, Adu is Adu just is what he is at this point. He although did, he did have the best offensive play of his of career. his career. I'll give you that, but I mean, if you if you wake up in the morning thinking this is the game where Abdullah Do is going to get me twenty five and ten or anything, you know, fifteen and seven, yeah, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're, you're, that's your fault. But Tolu Smith only, you know, I think he shot three for twelve or something like that. He only had seven points. Yeah, had a good night rebounding the ball, but I think his front court pushed State's guys around pretty much the whole night. Yeah, yeah, they did. This is the first game where you really missed Reggie Perry. Yeah, probably so, and. I don't know. There were just multiple frustrating things about that game, and maybe maybe the game in a nutshell was the uh, the the transition opportunity when State had. I mean, it's four on one, and and State's got an opportunity at a bucket, and you got four on one going down the court, and you can't score there. I mean, that that was the game in a nutshell. You you have every opportunity where you should win the game, and and you just can't bring it home and and just like there four guys on one and you can't put the ball in the basket and, and then Kentucky goes to the other end on that very play I think and hit a three yeah <laughs> and you just yeah I, 
Fr- <laughs> the other day, somebody asked him the rumblings. You know, what, what would you? How would you describe the twenty twenty football season in one word? And I think I said frustrating. Yeah. Well, well, right now, you could just carry that over to basketball. I think because yeah. you've seen enough out of this team to think, well, they're better than than we thought they were going to be. But yet, like you said, and like we've said repeatedly already in this show, they get right there, pushing the rock up the hill. And before they can get it over, it comes right back rolling over the top of them. Let's look at this schedule for just for the month of January. Uh, I mentioned uh, the next two games are Missouri at home, then at Vanderbilt, then back-to-back home games with Florida and Ole Miss, a trip to Tuscaloosa on Saturday the 23rd, and then a trip to, to Knoxville. Oof, that's tough. That's tough. They got beat uh, the other night, They though. did by Alabama. Yeah. And then you finish out the month with, with Iowa State here in Starkville. I mean, can they win – Oh, I miss Texas A&M in there. Can they win five games out of the next, what, eight? Is that what that is? I mean, the answer to that question is yes. This team, that's the thing, Brian. I think they're a good team, and I think they can beat most anybody on, on a night. Yeah, they have eight games remaining in January. Even if they were 500, I'd feel pretty good. But if they could go five and three in that, so then they would be, what, six and four in the conference? Or I guess they'd be uh, six and three in it just depends on the Iowa State yeah. game. What what is what is that game? And, and another thing that we just don't know the answer to, as you think about like NIT or tournament burst, what whatever, are they going to look like? How, what are, how do you even judge that? What's the committee looking at this year? Yeah, like I said, I think I think those two losses with, with about Molinar, the committee will judge favorably for Mississippi State yeah. because they've been playing well. Had they won Saturday night, that really makes me oh, like they're six and one without with Molinar. Um, but they just couldn't get the job done. Very frustrating game for Mississippi State. And then the frustration would carry over uh, into uh, to S- Sunday's game. Let's move on into that one. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I'm cooking something this weekend from Welcome Home Beef. I've never cooked it before. I'm fascinated to try it. The beef belly. So we know pork belly is delicious. What is beef belly going to be like? I don't know. I have never tried it, never even really even heard of it. But I'm going to try it this week. And they said, we've got some of these in. I was like, let me let me have one. Let me let me get one and I'll I'll give it a whirl. Can you make bacon out of it? Can I make beef bacon? Is that po- is such a thing even possible? Yes, it is. So we're gonna we're gonna get that going. It's not like tripe, is it? No, no, no. It's not stomach. <laughs> it's not stomach. It's the the muscles around. Yeah. You know, you know. No the- tripe. Oh, I don't want that. You know, some of the stuff you've told me you've eaten before. Yeah, you know, like. But tripe isn't one of them. I've had tripe. Pretty good. I've had it. I don't want. I don't necessarily. I mean, want I'm, it not, again. I'm not. I'm not. Are you a Chitlins b- man? No, I'm not that. Okay. I'm not that. Very good. Well, my dad, who's probably not listening, uh, but if he is, he should listen. I, I don't even know if he's ever. I know he. You know, he supports me. I love What's my a dad. Podcast. Uh, but yeah, he's a he's a Chitlin guy. Well, there you go. Uh, not, not, not well. If you're a ribeye steak part. guy, then I know where I know where to send you. That's welcome home <laughs> beef. So. Get the uh, get some steaks, get some burgers, get a roast, whatever it is you want to do. I mean, it's cold outside. Perfect weather for pot roast, for chili, for beef stew. Man, it, why, why do it with the, the stuff you just get off the shelf at the grocery store? Why not get some prime, grain-fed, locally sourced beef? You start with a good product, you finish with good product. It's just that simple. Uh, garbage in, garbage out. Welcome home beef in, deliciousness out. It's as simple as that. So, call them today at 662 Two six eight eight one four eight, or visit them at welcomehomebeef.com. And I promise you this, whatever you cook from Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. Hey, so, I asked you about tripe. Did yeah. you know there is a World Tripe Day? First off, I'm not surprised by that. There's a World Everything Day. I'm surprised there's not a World Thunder and Lightning Day. Could we make one? 
What day would it, would you want it to be? The date of our first ever show. I don't know. So it's like July, like the 11th or something. So one week after you celebrate the country, you, know you celebrate. I would almost Thunder rather do the, the debut of Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk, though. Yeah, not not really interested in that. Uh, the, the, the other time. <laughs> anyway, we'll figure that out. We we, we it, it, we'll, we'll 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 find the date and we'll go from there. Uh, so the women on su- Sunday, Joel not there. He had a. Uh, Business of with a higher power, uh, indeed. But I, I did uh, the second half on. I did watch. Okay, so I, I'm 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 up to date. It's the same game. Yeah, it, it was. was the same game. State and Kentucky back and forth, back and forth. Looks like State's going to win. Looks like Kentucky's going to win. Kentucky goes up seven in the third quarter. State goes on a run. Then they were up seven, and you know the the difference at the end of the day was Ryan Howard, uh, SEC Player of the Year, thirty three points. She had twenty five of those in the second half. Uh, and, and the overtime, 10 rebounds, a huge day for her. She had eight points going in the fourth quarter, and you're like, man, they really did a good job containing and then, her. But then. <laughs> and the the sequence, you know, once again, there's a sequence where you can point to and say this is where it went wrong. State up to Jemiah Mingo-Young, uh, takes a jump shot and misses, commits a foul trying to get the rebound back, go to the free throw line, make the first, miss the second, but Ryan Howard gets the rebound, she goes up, she scores, and she's fouled. And all of a sudden, up two has gone to down three. Yep. And that the state never got back into the game. That happened in the overtime. Um, state had a chance in regulation to get the win, but Rakia Jackson's. Uh, I mean, she, it was a tough shot. She, she took a lot of contact, uh, but it wouldn't fall. Jackson had twenty three points. Jessica Carter with a double double. Mingo Young and Matharu also in, in double figures. This loss, I think, with the men, there's a lot of whatever. Like I'm just used to it at this point. Yeah, saw it coming. Yeah, this this <laughs> loss, the women's loss, has got people angry. Yeah, um, I will remind you that uh, Vic Schaefer went to Kentucky last year and lost by 11, and was down by 20 points and played one of the worst games of the season uh, to Kentucky a season ago. So I mean, it's the way they're losing though. It's that the defensively they're just not playing well. Kentucky not a great three point shooting team, but they sh- they hit 13 three pointers today. Um, just a just not a good not a good game. Um, so now state so it's six and two on the season. Obviously, you think they'll get back into the groove of things. Their next two games are Florida and Ole Miss. Those are very winnable games for MSU. There's just I you know I feel like there's some uh, there's some morehead in this, and what I mean by that is yeah. people are afraid that it's happened again. That we they would we're on the precipice here. And then they change coaches. A guy leaves unexpectedly, and the, the replacement's just not as good. Way too early to judge. It is, and it's here's the thing: it's Nikki has an even tougher objective than, than Joe because, I mean, Nikki almost has to get them to the very least the Sweet Sixteen or bust easily. And, and that's like that's like floor. It's tough. That's floor. It's hard. It's a hard gig. Now she knew it when she signed on the dotted line. <laughs> Don't misunderstand me, but. Um, th- there's just so so little margin for error. I mean, the standard with Vic every year was you're going to host those first couple rounds at home. You just are. Which, granted, I don't even know in a COVID world is that even going to be a thing where right. we do it on campus. Probably not. But Boy, I think it probably would be that way. Well, hadn't they said the men's thing's going to be all in one spot? Yeah, they've talked about it. I don't know, but it makes more sense just to, like, you know, if one team doesn't have to travel. I don't know. I mean, anyway. Yeah. Long story short, though, it, being a top, what do you have to be top four seed, mm-hmm. uh, and, and hosting that—that's 
bare minimum what's expected of this team. Right. And now after losing this game today, I mean, long way to go, obviously, but you're kind of borderline with that. You know, you were, what, 12th ranked in the country coming into this game. You lose. I don't know how far State's going to drop. Probably probably be around 16 somewhere, right? Yeah, you would think. And so you're kind of right there on that. They were number 12 losing to number 13. So it's Yeah, you're not going to drop far. It's just tough. Yeah. You have to be – I mean, State has become a national brand in women's basketball. And – these early struggles and and the way they're losing is so unvic like it's not how he would have lost probably with right with board even and so there's right. just a lot there to to kind of nitpick and but again you know to me there's no difference in how you lose I don't think so either you know if you score a lot and you lose a high scoring game or if you play good defense but you lose a low scoring who cares yeah you, you lose you lose wins and losses are all that matters you know what somebody asked us last week in the rumblings you know. Would you rather lose 45-42 and the offense looks great, but yeah. you lost or win 14-10? Win 14-10. You know, another win 14-10. And we kind of and, – and, and, I thought we were going to we get there for a minute. Yeah, we, we kind of called it because the game was somewhat like a 14-10-ish yeah. kind of feel. Yeah, points in the second half. But So, you know, for this team, I mean, the talent is obviously there. They're still trying to figure some things out. You know, this was a disappointing loss. Don't, disappointing don't, loss, but to a good team. To a good team. You, you, with, you, with one of the country's elite players. You didn't lose to a bunch of jabrones out there. I mean, yeah. this is a good basketball team that, that's also going to be able to make a run deep into March, you would think. So, we'll see where it takes us. Like I so said, State gets back on, on, on the uh, the horse uh, this week. Thursday. Floor, th- Thursday. And then Sunday, uh, game at home against Ole Miss, who they've what they've won 20-some-odd straight against, I believe, something like that. Something like that, yeah. You know, Vic Schaefer hadn't lost. I know what v- Vivian's and McCowan never lost to them. They didn't lose to them last year, so Maya Taylor's never lost to them. But sort of the same thing with, with Howland. I, I haven't seen anything about Ole Miss women's basketball this year. Don't know anything about them. But I have to assume they're better than they were a season ago because they just couldn't be worse. Got to win that game. Got to win that game. Yeah, and Ole Miss fans will be like, oh, State just, it's all about beating Ole Miss. Well, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is about beating Ole Miss. It just has to be that way. All right. Uh, well, whatever Ole Miss is now, they ain't great. No, I, I feel confident saying that. So if, if, if that's a game you mess around and lose, then you got issues. Right. I, yeah, I, I agree with that. I agree with you. Right, let's see here. What is Ole Miss? What's their record on the season here? If I can find it. I can't, so I'm not going to dig too deep for it. All right, <laughs> well, all you have to do is search I, I women's did. basketball. I did, schedule. but like it didn't just pop up on the on the like the first thing, and I don't feel like. I mean, I guess you're going to make me do it here. Well, I've got it now, so you don't have to do that. They're six and zero, are they? Yeah. Have they played a conference game? They have not. Oh, okay. They should be six and one. Their game with South Carolina was postponed. So, who have they beaten? Absolutely. I mean, I don't know if Kansas is. I was going to say, Kansas is the only name there. You're going to make me do it, aren't you? A lot of SWAC teams. Yeah, they beat three SWAC teams uh, in there. Let's see here. Kansas doesn't look like they're terrible. I don't know. Anyway, let's let's switch gears here and uh, let's talk a little recruiting. All right, one of the worst kept secrets in uh, in college football, Deontay Anderson, defensive end from Fort Meade, Florida, four star defensive end on twenty four seven sports, three high three star on the composite. 
uh, has made his uh, he's not he has signed with Mississippi State. Everything indicates that he signed back on signing day and simply asked to be you know to keep it under wraps so he could have his big announcement day at the Under Armour All American game, at, such as it was. Yeah. Um, and kudos to Mississippi State and everybody else in the world that knew that kind of yeah. Paul Jones and Steve Robertson have could have just been like, yeah, he's he signed. But they let the kid have his day. That's very cool. Uh, had some decent offers, you know, from Power Five schools: Arizona State, Central Boston Florida. College, you know, Central Florida, not a Power Five school, Georgia Tech, uh, Illinois, Indiana, Nebraska. So you know, South Carolina from the SEC, Virginia Tech. Just a quality player. His commitment jumped MSU up four spots on the twenty-four-seven uh, recruiting rankings. So as you know, I don't. I tend to agree with what's being said on twenty-four-seven that. State may only take two more high school kids. They'd like to get Ty Cooper and Calvin Johnson, C.J. Johnson. And then after that, they're going to transfer. So the transfers don't really count, I don't think, against your recruiting grade. So unless Cooper and Johnson get reevaluated and get bumped up, you know, and I think they should. Cooper especially is a guy, you know, he's the Mr. Football in this state. He's a top defensive lineman in this state. I mean, he should at least be, He's an, I think he's an 84 he should be at least an 87, 88, you would think, just on those credentials alone. And then with Johnson, if he goes up 85, 86, something like that, because he's an 80, I don't know how much of a, of a jump you really could expect. Yeah. State's going to finish between you know 29 and 32. Yeah. Have they have they rated uh, Hampton yet? They haven't rated Hampton yet either. So that'll that'll give him a little bo- yeah. little boost. I don't I don't. There won't be anything. He's major. not. He's not coming in as a four star. No, I mean it'd be. He'll be a mid to low. I was going to say mid to low three star, but so but you know not that I'm I think a I. I, I they normally do the, the, the reevaluations on the third Wednesday of the month. The problem was this past month, that was signing day, so they didn't do that. So I assume there's another evaluation coming. So you could see some guys bump up and bump down and, and just sort of take it from there. But Anderson's a guy that, you know, he was a, he was a primary target for Mississippi State. State needed, they needed some defensive ends in this class. They got Charlton, the uh, defensive end transfer from South Carolina. They've got Anderson. They're going to try to get Ty Central Cooper. Florida. Central Florida. So what did I say? South Carolina. You're right. Uh, but Central Florida, they've got Deontay Anderson. They're going to try to get Ty Cooper. Uh, that's, that's not a bad, bad haul, you know. You, you feel like with next year, Aaron Odom, Jack Harris, um, Jordan Davis moving to defensive end. Crumity could be a guy who moves to defensive end when Pickering comes back. You want to try to get both those guys on the field. You, yeah. You've got some things going. Yeah, there. it's a very Mississippi State like haul, with the exception of the skill positions are, are better than what you're used to. I mean, there's yes. no other way to say that. It just is. Right, yeah, you know, quarterback and receivers, you know, and then you know Simeon Price is the running back. We'll see how it goes. I mean, it's not a huge want for Mississippi State. They have two freshman running backs coming back next year, who we've saw enough of this year to know that there's some, there's some talent there, and then they'll be able to be yeah, pretty good. You're set at running back for at least the next couple of years. You would think, you would think, and then you know this year, this year the 2021 class in this state, there are two good running backs in the state, Branson Robinson uh, from. Uh, Germantown, and I can't remember the other kid's name. He's from he's from Steve Robertson's hometown of Columbia, I believe. Uh, so you know, a couple of good running backs uh, in this cl- in this class coming up. So does, does getting Harris help you with the the other kid from Germantown? John, you just mentioned, yeah, getting John, getting John Lewis, Lewis getting help. Yeah, I'm sorry. I would think. I mean, you know, they're teammates. And I, I didn't like all of my teammates, but I mean, yeah. you know, it, it can't hurt. And I mean, what miss what they need to do? I mean. You're, you need to show running backs running the football this year. You know, I don't think you could have another year like you had this past year at running back 
the last two games aside, and expect to sign good running backs. Were you, were you going to the final game of the season with 200 total rushing right. yards all year? Right. You need to have a little bit more than that. <laughs> because otherwise you're going to be doing the thing you did this year with Simeon Price. You're going to be trying to find an athlete who you feel like could project as a running back. Running backs want to carry the – they want to get the football. You know, and, and on top of that, they also need – you know, Jacobius Marks had 60 catches this year, but he had like 350 yards. You know, he needs to be, you know, closer to – 500 yards, you know, next year, whoever the leading receiver is. So, yeah, it's got to show that you can do more uh, with your running backs than, than what Mississippi State did this season. But if you do that, you're going to be fine, you know. And you know quarterbacks and receivers are going to be lining up to play in this offense uh, as, as long as Mike Leach is the coach. All right. Uh, rumblings. To, no, 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 no. Not, no that's, that's wrong. I'm a day off. Uh, so tomorrow's show... I guess we're previewing Mississippi State, Missouri a little bit on in basketball. Yeah, we hadn't really done basketball previews we much this year. Yeah, we won't we won't go full three P's on it or anything, but we'll talk about that game, um, and we'll see what else uh, pops up between now and then. So, guys, have a great uh, Monday, Joel, and I'll be back with you on Tuesday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.